Welcome back to yet another episode of the Stump Podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Matt. And I'm Logan. Flawless, gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, Gorgeous. welcome. Gorgeous. Episode, man. what, six? Holy smokes. Six. Episode six. <laughs> oh, wow. And I've been mm. on a little bit of a hot streak. Um, you have been. You've been cheating. And my heart is racing because I've wanted to win so bad for three what? seasons. And I, this is the first season. I'm like, I can kind of see the light, but I have so much further to go. Kind of. Let, let me guess. You're like on you the last two good. steps of the ladder. This is the most nervous you've ever been. You're uncomfortable with your league. Logan, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> and guess what? It. If I win this episode, next week will be even worse. So yeah, don't even give next, me that crap. You'd be one week away next week. Oh, no. That's six and a half. But I don't even, want to, don't even want to talk about it. I am like, just you know trying to blow you Spencer? Tell you know this basketball Logan. coach by the name of Doc Rivers? His I do. Wife, he's like 0-10 in Game 7s. He's blown 12 series leads when he's led by – when he's had three wins and, and been up in a series. That's what Thanks. I'm really hoping for. the for record, here. I would like the record to state. I've only blown one lead, and that was Season 1, and I still regret that. Season 2, you just smoked us. There's just no way around that. That's fair. You just kicked Wreck our butt. Us. And three, Season had 3 – like three or four episodes it just wasn't no, we were lead. we were kind of going back and forth yeah it was never you you pulled away though season yeah. three was back and forth i think and it was I like kind of sat in the back like and watched you guys nine or ten that we kind of started to differentiate but it was close yeah for the first it was close that's okay but, I was talking yeah. to season three time. was like in a car ride with your parents and they just keep going back and forth and you're <laughs> yeah. sitting in the very far back seat <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> season three was Matt's probably like not his greatest season. <laughs> I, I'll wait talking, for the season. I was talking to Hannah last night. And she's like, like, well, it is sort of luck. And I was like, yeah, like with how close punchers come three times, like honestly, you were well overdue. Like you should have won one. So yeah, yeah, I'm expecting. Oh no, happen. I'm I'm well aware that it's luck after what's happened the past couple episodes <laughs> of. Wow, these are good stories. I have no clue. <laughs> Number one, please. <laughs> hey, oh. Joe. Joe, what do you think the answer is? What are you talking about? Oh, number two. Okay, sure. I, so let's, yeah, I'm still, I'm still salty. Uh, I, I genuinely think in the last three weeks, I've called out the true part of the fake stories and it's thrown me off. <laughs> like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So what's, gentlemen, what's the, what's the theme? What do we got for this week? Pets. And uh, it, it raises a question: What pets do you guys have? Do you guys have pets? So I, mean, I know this, but do it for our viewers. Yeah, <laughs> pre-marriage, before Joe and I, uh, I had a dog named Jasmine. She was awesome. Uh, and then I had some cats and some other pets a while ago. But Jasmine, now post-marriage, or I should say during marriage, <laughs> I'm still married. Um, no pets. No pets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Matt? So. Uh... So pre-marriage, um, <laughs> oh. uh, through my life, we have had a wide range of pets from guinea pigs to my sisters had birds when I was growing up. Um, we've had cats and they turned into outdoor cats. One of the friendliest outdoor cats. We had a dog named Duncan. He was blind um, halfway through his life. He would just stare at the wall and we'd be like, yep, it looks nice outside, big guy. Um, oh, he, so he had a rough he had a rough time that's towards the brutal. end of his life uh, it was a tough time when he went but uh he we had him we have and now my parents i don't have any pets i'm renting so i can't have a dog or anything but my parents have um 
unwillingly adopted a stray cat that we call socks super friendly cat but she's had like nine litters in the past like two years it's been wild this cat just gets around um so they got her fixed and now she just hangs out on the porch and sleeps half the time just greets you when you show up so nice Nice. and let's for our viewers why matt said pre-marriage he is single and ready to mingle ladies and so Uh, to the to the all four people of which most are family of everybody here he's a six three zumba loving glasses wearing athletic stud so please, I also donate my time at the animal shelter and love oh. long walks on the beach. Um, if you know me, please don't say anything about that, and we'll <laughs> just be fine. Well, okay. Oh, I, I saw, I saw a best man speech, and I'll get to my pet story. He starts off like, for those of you who don't know, my name's whatever. That's right. Um, I'm a doctor me. at yeah at this, and for those of you who do know me, don't tell the truth. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a phenomenal best man yeah. speech. No, Logan, um, you. My first pet, I kid you not, I almost made stories about my pets, but I, I feel like I've told too many stories to know what I have or haven't said. My first pet was an ant colony. Um, an first ant colony? Logan wanted pets so bad, and so I got an ant colony. But no, we had a cat growing up that was great, very affectionate, but very typical cat. Like, you know, sleeps 20 hours a day. Um, and then no pets for a while, and then got married and got talked into getting a cat and accidentally got a breed of cat I'd never heard of. It's a Siberian. It's like part Siberian wildcat or whatever. Um, and so this thing is big. Like, we had no idea it was supposed to be like 20 pounds is like healthy and like the length of a oh, small it's child. healthy, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and the, well, it is fat too, yes. There's more than health there. But like a healthy one's like 18 to 20 pounds and he passed that a while ago. Um, and, <laughs> that's, and that's six months old. The personality on this thing is nuts. He plays fetch. He runs like 12 hours a day. Like it's, there's no stopping. Um, Spencer hates him for that reason, I'm sure. I He's don't my, if you ever have a mortal enemy that's an animal, Poe, Logan's cat, would probably yeah. be my mortal enemy. <laughs> that thing, and I don't know what it is. I walk through that door and he thinks it is just time to attack. Oh, he goes nuts when Spencer comes in. But yeah, he I mean this thing I've never had a cat like this, so it's it's actually a pretty good time. Um, a lot of personality in an animal. Uh that being said, also don't sleep much at night because like three in the morning he decides <laughs> it's time to play and you just it's like a small puma roaming your house, like you just can't tell right now. <laughs> oh, oh it's like a small So, so th- because of Poe Logan, here's the transition. Yeah. Do you have a theme within the theme? It better be Poe. It's it's not Poe. I would tell Poe stories because he's done. Some, I mean, very intelligent species of cats. He's done some really crazy stuff. Um, but no, I, I just told three stories of pets. Um, I hmm. I went vague this week. Okay, interesting, interesting. I for the usual, I have a theme. Um, I went historical. Okay. Uh oh, Matt, your eyes shot back. Is that what yours is? Spencer and I have uh, apparently been on the same wavelength. Oh. And I went historical figures and their pets. Uh oh, because that's mine too. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That is so funny. Okay. So, um,. Well, let like me tell you, mine are, mine are legitimately historical figures and their pets. 
I, so I've looked at it and I'll give it a theme. It, it's a similar to our superhuman feats, but of pets. Okay. All oh. three stories are pets doing something pretty unexpected, Wild. I guess. Yeah. So Matt. Super, super pet. I'm thinking one of us has to go first. I agree. Fair. I'm trying to I went first note. last time. I want to hear you go first this time. All right. I can go first. Um, oh, I like this. Which means I like I don't this. have to write anything down. Oh, well, at least was, no, this you is not go good. First. I, have I went first last time. I know that's why you go first. <laughs> I have never won the side with Spencer. Never. But I went first two episodes ago. He went first last episode. I will say it's probably Matt's, it's time Matt's turn. It. Thank you, Logan. Well, here's all the righty, truth. All righty. I scored zero points when I went first, zero points when Spencer went first. I'm just need to try something. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolute trash. Oh, this is not good at all. Uh, <laughs> I had like four websites in that work cross. Matt, here we go. We cannot tell Logan. Notes. We can't tell Logan what the answer is. <laughs> All righty. This is going to be tough. Let me, you can tell let me make my picking. final decision on which ones okay. I'm going to tell. Um, While we do this, do we each have a picture of our pets? Of any of the pets? We could all throw a picture out on uh, the gram for those of you who follow us. And for those who don't, I'll have follow to text us. it to you, Logan. Yeah, text it to me. We're getting more active on the gram. And we are getting more active on the gram. All right, I've got three here, guys. Yeah, let's hear it. Logan. Um, I've got, and I'm gonna butcher some of these names. Um, Prince Rupert of the Rhine and Boy, Feathers of Influence, and the Mahara of Juba and his dogs. I'm locked in. I'm wondering if that bad face. No, look, I don't know Spencer. I know, I know. Go ahead, Logan. You pick which one you want. Spencer knows this these stories. Trash. You're gonna know mine. You're gonna know mine. They're from the same stinking website. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Go ahead, Logan. Matt, I really need you to remember who is winning this right now. <laughs> Your only chance at tying this episode is letting me know what Spencer's picking. Go ahead, Logan. Which one do you want to hear first? Give me the dogs. The, the doges. The doges. This I'm is the trouble. name I'm going to absolutely butcher. The other ones. This is this is wild. Uh, the Mahara of Jabaj, I'm so sorry if I said that wrong. No clue. Uh, Muhammad Mahabit uh, Ken was. Ken. You're like, Ken. <laughs> Not even it's like you're just like making words up at this point. Okay, let's hear it. I have run this name through like something that reads it out to you like multiple times, and I have just not not mm. said it correctly. Interesting. Okay, let's hear it. Um, was renowned for his extravagant love for his extensive canine companionship, with some sources saying he had a staggering 800-plus pet dogs, each enjoying accommodations such as private rooms, personal butlers, and even individual telephones. The Maharja <laughs> devotion knew no bounds. The dogs were not merely pets. They were family members, often adorned in evening suites with special occasions and chauffeured around in Rukshaws. One remarkable event in 1922 
um, exemplified Mahar's lavish affection with it when he orchestrated a grand wedding between his beloved dog Rasharan and a golden retriever. This canyon, this canine union, costed twenty-two thousand pounds, roughly one million pounds today. Garnered attention from India's elite, including influencing influential royals and politicians, turning the ceremony into a state holiday. Um, the Mahar's dev- devotion uh, extended even to mourning, as he declared a state of mourning on the sombering occasion when one of his cherished dogs passed away. Was this in India? The whole thing. I. Great question, Spencer. I don't know. A state of mourning. <laughs> yeah. A state of mourning. Okay. All right, so that's your, the first one. What are your thoughts on that one, Spencer? <laughs> Just interrogating. I might, I might have lied here. Okay, what's the next story? <laughs> okay, next story. Uh, do you want Feathers of Influence or Prince Rupert of Rhine and Foy? Feathers Give me of your, Influence. Oh, yeah, that works. Feathers of Influence. <laughs> In the Renaissance, the esteemed architect Filippo Brunelleschi cultivated an unusual companionship with his pets, an owl named Archimedes, and a vibrant parent he affectionately called Sophorina. Well, Archimedes was said to serve as his architectural advisor while perched on his shoulder during the construction of Florence Cathedral. Sorfini, I think that's, again, pronunciation names is not my strong suit became more than just a colorful companion. She emerged as Philippines, wow, Philippines' harshest critic. The parrot would loudly squawk and even peck at the drawings when Filippo would make changes and only stop squawking when Filippo changed the designs to, and I quote, the approval of Seferin. Seferin's design changes would lead to moments of... contemplation and reconsideration by the architect in his journals he credits he credits Seferin for inspiring subtle yet impactful changes like decorative elements and even altering the placement of the sculptures in the cathedral's final designs hmm. have you ever heard this story spencer we did not have the same sources oh Oh gosh! Um, or I'm mm. lying to Logan and I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's. Hear the, the worst last part one. is you're not gonna be able to tell by his answer because, like, here's the thing for you: he's Spencer. gonna get it right no matter what. Yeah, if well, if Spencer has the same stories, it's in his best interest if we don't give Matt a point right now because Matt's also gonna get his stories back. Listen, I want a point. I'm and not saying it works. Let's hear the third one. All right. So Prince Rupert of the Rhine and Boer. <laughs> During the English Civil War in the mid-1600s, the royalist commander, Prince Rupert of the Rhine, owned a much-loved white hunting poodle named Boy, gifted to him while in Australia or Austria. This dog would become quite a friend of the royalist propaganda, and Boy became began and Boy began sweeping began being sweeped up in wild rumors related to witchcraft even going as far as saying Boy was a reincarnate, the reincarnation of a white woman. As the propaganda grew, Boy would become the most popular dog in England. In a 1643 pamphlet titled 
observations upon Prince Rupert's white boy dog called Boy. The story that Boy was capable of all sorts of occult feats, including speaking multiple languages and being able to make Rupert bulletproof and invisible and having the gift of prophecy. Unfortunately, Boy himself was not bulletproof, dying in the Battle of Marston Moor in 1644. Hmm. Boy, that's tough. Here's the dilemma. I completely lied. Uh, we don't have the same sources, but I know one for a fact. One, I know mm. one for facts. So I have a 50-50 shot. Um, I, I wrote always true next to one as well that I'm 95% sure I've heard. And if it's not, um, I, I still, I, for my peace of mind, I need to at least like throw that one out. because Logan, I'll share with you good. if you share with me. I will. I'll do that. Are you going to lie to me though? Nope, I wrote true. I'll show you what I wrote. If 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 you have doubts, I will tell you the truth on the one that I believe is true. Can well, I here's the dilemma. And then is is Matt going to do the same thing to me? <laughs> and then Logan well, just if he needs... doesn't know your, your sources. I don't know. I'll let you decide. Well, but I will 100 percent tell you the one I think is true. If you tell me the one you think is true, and there's going to be the same one. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to say no, because I don't want Matt to do that to me. But I think he's going to do that to me regardless. He, he will, I promise. Okay, what's <laughs> yours? I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine He'll if you tell me yours. Okay, I think the dog's one's true. Oh, I thought I've heard that before. That's true. That's yeah. true. I, I, that's I'll the one I knew. I put dogs true. And then the that's, other two I didn't put anything, because I have yeah. no idea. That's the one I knew. Because huh. I, um, I, I knew that one for a fact. The other two I don't know. Yeah, I'd also – I've heard stuff about that um, previously. I can't – it was 95% certainty, but the other two, I just have no idea. I, I so mean, here's the thing with that. The, I know for a fact he did a state of mourning. I don't think Matt would stoop to the level of saying, oh, he bred these dogs and sold them for that. And like, But no, he did have 800 dogs. That is correct. Um, and so I don't think Matt would do that. So, But I'm, I'm between the other two. Yeah, and I, I am too, and I'm really thinking through because like – I don't know. A dog that turns you invisible and is bulletproof seems far fetched to me, but I guess anything's possible. Um, no, Matt, Matt, what was the? It was the the parrot or whatever. The what's Archimedes? The next colors of influence was the yeah. parrot and the owl, with the parrot basically being accredited um, by Flippo for changes to the Florence uh, Cathedral. The Prince Rupert of Rhine was about his dog and how propaganda basically made him seem as though he was invincible and popular. Here's my question <sighs> on the dog, and I don't know. I'm, I should know for how many history stories I do. You say he died of gunshot wound in 1644. Were gunshots commonly used in England in 1644 yet? Um, and were dogs frontline animals? Because I know back when guns were first used, it was very much like walk to 20 feet away from each other. Fire. I know there was yeah. no way the rifle was used back then. They may have been single shot muskets, but animals were not common in those. Typically, you'd walk in a straight line into. So I don't know. That's what caught me up on that was how he died. Yeah. That's the only thing that caught me up on that story. I'm, totally I'm locked like, in. I'm locked in, and there's a reason why I'm locked in, and I'll and I'll tell you after you lock in. But I'm. I was leaning too until he said died of gunshot wound in 1644, and now I'm just like, man, that's a. 
that's something I feel like you would throw in if you wrote the story. And and I'm just not on a hot streak to be confident enough to switch my guess, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. Okay. Um, or also. Which one um, did you do? Did you do the you, dog? You tell me. I got, I got a process. I went two. I went, I went the parrot. I got and here's, I went the bird, and here's why. During my research, Moat's Art, I almost did a story on this, did a would ha- came to love a bird and ha- it, it was accredited to him like helping him write music or whatever it, it, i didn't read the whole article but something along those lines and so i'm thinking maybe he saw that and took and ran with it i i don't know but the last one i i don't know i feel like i've heard that name before but i i literally have no idea but i went with, i went with two of the bird i also went to i, I don't Uh-oh. know that might, that might put me in a bad spot but my process was this. Even up until the statement of he died via gunshot wound, I thought I'd recognize the story, this white poodle that was kind of yeah. like – it sounded so vaguely familiar. It's one of those like you know, 50-50, but I kind of recognize it. I've never heard a thing about this owl and parrot. Owls are somewhat domesticated, but for it to perch on his shoulder, for a parrot to squawk uh-huh. and change designs – it certainly could have happened, but that was where I was leaning the whole way. The gunshot wound, I just – I can't yeah. let that catch me up, but that's going to be my fault. So. I'm going to laugh if Matt did throw that in and, and just screw yeah, you. I know. I'll be <laughs> okay, Matt. So... so tell us the dog is true. Or did you stoop to a level the... of lowliness? <laughs> the, the dog, I stooped to a level of lowliness. Uh, no, I'm just joking. I only found one source that said like he had like 810 dogs. So like I tried to like, I didn't find anything else that mentioned dogs. I didn't necessarily fully trust the source. I was like, all right, around with some sources saying. Did you do a lot of research um, on that one? I researched and found like four different. I have literally three articles linked into this uh, specific story. That's not good because each so, article I had had those stories on it. So, yes. rock roll, Raggy. Okay. Um, <laughs> break your favorite hearts. Break your favorite hearts. Okay. So, Feathers of Influence. Um, is 100% made up. Um, and I hate how Spencer came to that conclusion because in absolutely no way did I read that article or anything. Anything. Oh, that's awesome. I was just doing like, I was like, oh, birds, like parrots are annoying. I was like, oh, we could do a story about a parrot. And I was like, oh, what if we do like an architect? So I mm-hmm. kind of ran with this whole concept and it went through a lot of different iterations. Hopefully, But this I was is- like, wouldn't it be funny if like, and again, back in the day, I forget exactly when Flippo was uh, around, but it's like 1600 or something like that. I was like, sure, it makes total sense for like this parrot to just randomly peck at things and someone to be like, oh, he doesn't like this. Yeah. Let's change it up a little bit. I was so upset. No, it's a good story. Um, That's very believable. Like, I just had that slight familiarity with Boyd. Now, it, with the problem is, Boyd is also false. Oh, boy. Um, oh, Boyd like, is dang. true. I did not say um, that he died from a gunshot. I said, boy himself, not pol- bulletproof, dying. Um, so I don't know where. Maybe that led you on, but it didn't. Um, guns were definitely popular, and Prince Rupert actually brought him into battle for this like specific battle. I thought from the I heard that, that name once. And, and I had two different like... sources for it. Yeah. And I like that's literally, like he brought him into battle, and he died, and it was just like, they don't know where the body went, though there's people saying that uh, the royalist propaganda people like would have taken him 
because he would have been the prized built an altar um, dog, most famous dog in yeah exactly but it was wild to be like reading some of these articles and even seeing some old uh drawings <laughs> of the propaganda and they're just like yeah there's yeah. rumors that it was once a white woman and i was just <laughs> like what that's amazing that almost tripped me up i was oh, like so put that, put that in there oh okay no, good, what? good job that was good I, uh, i'll go next yeah. just that so sucks. we so, wait, can get this out of the way yeah yeah we just got now one. so here's the that's deal trash. man it is in your best interest. You're no, not, it's not. not. You're not. You're not getting a point here. You can get a half a point max. So, either Logan's going to get a point, or I guess we all technically could get a half a point. Yeah, Matt. We or... can all get a half point if we guess. If me and Logan guess the the false story here. No, um, no, no. I can. You need. You need yeah, to, yeah. No, no. You need this not to be. You need Logan no, to be wrong. We could all guess oh, all no. of them when we share a point. Yeah. I can get two right, and you both That's get the true. next two wrong. That's and true. Still win this so there's a lot episode. of fr- okay. So here we go. I'll start. Oh, yeah, quit, but quit if Logan and I tie on this, though. where Matt, you need yeah. me okay. Okay. because Spencer's in the lead. <laughs> you want? I'm just gonna give I you need animals. You a point last time. Do you want oh, okay. flies? You Do you want flies, lions, or orangutans? I want orangutans. Yeah. Orangutans. Okay. You may know Napoleon Bonaparte. As a historical figure, but for this story, his first wife, Josephine Bonaparte, is at center stage due, due to her love for exotic pets. Her favorite personal pet was an orangutan named Rose. Unlike all the other exotic pets, she was civilized. It is believed that the monkey would wear a white cotton dress, probably more stylish than us, gentlemen. It is also believed that they taught her how to use silverware because Rose would often uh, join her owners at the table for dinner. And her favorite snack was none other than turnips. Last but not least, her manners were amazing and she would often greet guests. Unfortunately, this childlike orangutan would eventually die of a stomach issue. And Mrs. Bonaparte still wanted to help the orangutan community. So she donated her body to the French scientist, George Frederick Culver. All right, Matt, I need help. <laughs> never heard that story I in my life. I have heard that story. Um, it's an easy one to make up because it's about a monkey. It is. And can you domesticate an orangutan? A question I've asked way too many times the last couple weeks. Can you Honestly, domesticate an even... animal? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to do some research and see a picture of an orangutan to fully recall what it, that animal is. They're the but... big orange ones. Oh, like, uh, in yeah, the Jungle like, Book. In the Jungle Book, like Ooh, the big one. You yeah. can. I do believe you can. I okay. believe I've seen some, some photos of that. But again, I don't know if the, I haven't heard the story. So. Do you want lion or do you want flies? Lion. Let's stay with the big okay. animal first. The one that saved you last episode. Me? The lion? Okay. Widely considered to be the greatest and most powerful pharaoh of all time, Ramius II uh, is also to be known an avid cat lover. And some claimed he would import these large beasts from all over. But his personal pet was a name it was a lion named the slayer of his foes. The lion was not only a palace pet, but he also was his right-hand man in battle. For example, during his famous battle at Kadesh, sources say that the lion was one of the few members of his army who didn't flee in panic when the enemy ambushed the Egyptian camp. Although not everyone believes Ramus's account of the battle of Kadesh, uh, these generals that he had uh, would, I think, wait... His unfortunate generals are not even mentioned in the name in the reliefs that describe it, but instead 
Ramius's pet lion is depicted charging at the enemy beside his side. A true right-hand warrior depicted in the history books. We didn't have the same sources. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me flies. I'm, I'm just trying yeah, to take notes flies. here. For those who love historical literature, the ancient Roman poet Virgil is a household name. However, he is also widely known as the founder of fly maintenance and horticulture. As a young gardener, he realized that his soil was, was cluttered with dead insects until he noticed flies eating the corpses. Virgil then created what is widely known as the first fly farm, where he bred, fed, and actively monitored an estimated 150,000 flies per season. Throughout his career, Virgil would base 31 poems on flies or the effects they have on his garden. These farms became quickly popular, and by his death in 19 BC, had helped the Roman Emperor Augustus build, a roughly, build roughly 17 known fly farms for his lustrous gardens. Two questions on that. One, did he write Lord of the Flies? In 19 uh, BC? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that would have been so funny. Just like, and a side note, he is roughly based on. <laughs> and and uh, Lord of the Flies is inspired by his character. That's question. so funny. Yes. No, I, that was sarcasm. This one's legit. What actual benefit is there having flies? Because having lived on a farm, I felt like 99.99% of my interactions with flies was trying to get rid of them. Not yeah. breed them and take them into places. Like they're everywhere. Sure. Not a clue. Use... Was? No. Not a clue. Use them to eat the corpse in the garden. Have no idea. So I can I can breed flies, like leave a dead mouse out. There's bam flies. Like <laughs> interesting. What? They blocked it down. Alright, Logan, let's just talk this out. Yeah, we need to. I'm stuck between one and two. For some yeah. reason I feel like three is true. You I have no clue why. Um, I've heard of something like that, but again, all of these are are easily made up. Yeah. Um, because like their only way to find out if flies and insects are actually good for anything, they would just test it out, and someone has to do it. Um, lion. I feel like I've heard a story of a lion going to battle, but then he could have been like, "Oh, Mike Tyson had a tiger. Let's make a story about this." Um, he also won last episode on the concept of the tiger being stronger or than the man or lion or whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, so that could have inspired this false story. I'm leaning towards the monkey being false. Um, simply because that's the easiest story to make up. I was the monkey. I, and I don't know. I, I don't know any of these. The flies makes the least sense to me. Um, mm -hmm. Now that probably means it's true. It's true, and it happened. Um, I guess 19 BC. Maybe you don't understand that flies actually carry bacteria. It would be a horrible idea to, you know, release large. Probably amounts. didn't. Um, so there's no way they knew that because I think like Marie Courier, whoever was kind of who they would have stopped the was, plague if that was the case. Sold. Yeah. So I don't. I don't love three, um, but I'm not. I don't know. That's a hard one to make up too. Who thinks mm -hmm. of flies? That's a hard one guess, to make up. Well, so why, you can why? you can make up the concept of like so. There's people who breed, uh, oh, like moths or something for chickens. Yeah. So you can breed them in yeah, a very yeah. container, and then you can like self-populate your farm. Yes. With, and you can feed them protein. So like he could have mm -hmm. come up with some kind of story like that. Uh, I'm trying to find a quarter so that I can just flip a coin. <laughs> the 
The Lion to me is interesting because it seems like a very stereotypical African animal thrown into a stereotypical African nation under a very stereotypical, you know, Pharaoh Ramses that was everything there was very well known. Um, Did he say Pharaoh Ramses or did he say Ramses II? Is that the same? Was it Pharaoh Ramses II? Can we confirm the person? Ramsey the second. Yeah, he was Pharaoh, mm. right? That was his title? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it felt like very basic things, but I've never seen Spencer make up a story and just use the most common name and the most common animal either. Orangutans... Well, plus cats were, you know... Yeah. They were big in that culture. Specialties over there. That's true. Would he have just used the most stereotypical cat and the most well-known name of pharaohs and the most well-known African nation, listen, though? Listen, listen. I all I can see is him saying, "Yes, I would. I got you, bull." Um, in about two minutes, so <laughs> I can right. either flip a coin or I can go with my gut. And honestly, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's your gut say? My gut says monkey. Gut says monkey. Monkey's the one I was least thinking about. I don't know. I don't. It's such a weird animal. But I have been horrible this like... whole season at guessing anything. Oh, I'm. I'm locked in, and I hate it because I don't know any of these. So well done. Um, this is truly a thirty-three percent chance, but I'm locked in. Do you want to know what I locked into, I'm or are you locked in. in on your own? Okay, I'm locked in. Screw it. What do we got, gentlemen? I got monkey. Okay. Again, lion. Lion. I. I, I genuinely well, we, don't know. we discussed the one that's not. Let me flies. break. Let me no. Let me break my favorite heart. Oh, the Logan's fortune trooper. Logan's fortune trooper. The uh, the line is true. So he. It's funny because there's like depicted of him like saying or not him saying him like having this lion as a kind of a, a war buddy or whatever. And uh, I think some of his generals that retreated during this battle of Kadesh actually got killed. Um, but yeah, this line is. I saw that. I was like, that's pretty neat. Is like it was kind of his right hand man or whatever. So it's kind of interesting. Um, I'm so confused right now. Virgil and the Flies was based on something I saw Virgil in a bronze fly statue, and I said, I can work with that. And so I made that sucker up. <laughs> the Fly Farm isn't even a thing. I don't even know if they exist today. Um, I don't even know if, like, I had to literally Google Augustus as the emperor. I'm like, was he a thing? And then I went down this rabbit trail of, like, crap, who was Jesus's? emperor or whatever and so no that fly thing is fake uh, oh my gosh yeah this is this is so horrible i should have followed my so he gut. Just scored two points i love that you muted him that makes me so happy he just I, I should have followed my gut and it made the least sense it really did i don't know why you would read flies there's no value there in any capacity but like it wouldn't have no that's a good story uh, it was a, a great story. story it was i just i don't understand uh, this at all i'm so logic at this guy right me. now i know for those of you who are enjoying this moment of silence <sighs> yeah this is brought to you we this needed piece, this me and matt this needed piece this because brought he just, to you by frustration for sure he just guaranteed another half point matt you realize that i'm back baby listen to <laughs> he just guaranteed another half point and i am done with this yeah like, this is the lowest i have been on this podcast um no, when when I because it you, made no sense at all either. It made no sense at all, and we it, I was I like, no, nah, it's true. 
And it is in your best interest now for me to tie him because we both only go up a half yep. point versus him a full. And what's going to frustrate yep. me is he's not going to tell you what he's going to guess. He's going to miss it. Nope. And you're going to get it wrong. Or right. <laughs> trying to get it wrong. I know what happens. Per now. usual. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> like Logan, you did that to uh... Spencer. Welcome back. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I did do that this to Matt. Yes, Spencer. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say you did that to you did I, that to Matt. plenty of times too. This is <sighs> bonkers. I. All and right, we Logan. Pick, we picked different ones. Time. We gave ourselves the best odds. This is just oh. All right. We we can never. He's got something going on right now. He Wish knows I something. Know. He's got he's, a. Whatever. The man is probably whatever. preparing last minute. That's probably the key. Whatever magic bottle you found and rubbed and wished to win this season, like, it's yeah. working. Whatever genie <laughs> yeah. found in that bottle, too. So, I would you like know to what's funny? It. I got one thing to say about the flies. What Gypsy did go magic. through my head was, oh, no, Logan kind of knows farming. And so I hope he doesn't know gardening. And I hope this isn't, like, something he also secretly knows because of his Amish past. And so... No, I mean, I do, but, like, like I said when you told it, like, every interaction I ever had with flies was trying to get rid of them. I, they're everywhere. They just swarm. And so, yep. to me, it would make no sense to farm it, but I had to try to put myself in, like, 19 BC life and yep. say, we don't know how pestering these are. You see all these things flying. Maybe there's a use, like Matt said. Yep. So, you know, someone somewhere has tried to culture every animal known to man. Um, yeah, somewhere, someone one. somewhere has done stupid yeah. things, and you would have found a story. And yeah. I'm disappointed we're recording this in the morning because the rest <laughs> of my day is going to be good. Okay, Logan, let's hear it. Let's hear it. That's all right. Which one do you guys want? The internet versus the government subsidized surveillance device? It's raining cats and cats, or saved by the crow? Ooh, saved by the crow. Saved by the crow. All right. <sighs> the crow, not a typical pet by any stretch, but one of the most loyal and intelligent birds in the relationships with people. In the early 2000s in Berlin, Germany, a woman by the name of Sophie Kurtz befriended a small flock of crows. She placed food out of her apartment window ledge for them daily, and over time, they became so comfortable with her that they would eat right out of her hand and let her pet them. The flock generally consisted of around 15 crows, most of which she named after old fairy tale characters. She gained quite a reputation around her apartment complex due to her relationship with the crows. One day, in 2008, tragically, Sophie was murdered in her apartment from what the police reported appeared to be a robbery gone wrong. For months, the police investigation into the murder went nowhere, and finally, a tip came in from around the apartment complex from, uh, to look into a resident named Albert Fisher. The reason. Every time Albert left his apartment within the same complex Sophie lived, a flock of crows had been harassing him for months. They would swoop in and fly at him, veering off at the last second, squawk and call at him excessively, and seemingly never let him have a moment of peace while outdoors in the area. Several neighbors of Sophie's and Albert's began growing suspicious after several months of this behavior that the crows had possibly known something the police had not. Police followed the lead, despite it sounding outlandish, and set up a stakeout to observe Albert's movements. They got a warrant to search his apartment and discovered a firearm which matched the caliber of the firearm that had been used in Sophie's murder. They continued digging and more forensic evidence soon popped up and Albert was proven to be their man. In 2010, he was finally brought to justice and convicted for the murder of Sophie Kurtz. And in an impact statement made after the trial, Sophie's mother made sure to thank Sophie's friends, the Crows, for their role in bringing her daughter's killer to justice. 
So, Spencer, <laughs> how much of that did you actually listen to? 10%. percent <laughs> what I figured. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I was literally thinking, here's what's funny about this story, is I was literally thinking, oh, this one's a long one. I got to pay attention. And then I started thinking, you know, Spencer, you always do this where you don't pay attention for these long ones, and it comes <laughs> back and bites you in the butt. And then when I snapped out of it, I heard, and he has to thank these crows for helping and bringing their daughter's murder. I was like, golly, Spencer, you were thinking about paying attention. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> and this is hey, how... Logan, if you want to text me the oh. one of the ones that's true, I'll pick it. And then uh, this is how Spencer out. will somehow guess it. He won't pay any attention. Yeah, and he'll like, pay any attention at all. Oh. Okay, give me the next two. Do you want it's raining cats and cats or the internet? Give me that one. I want the cats and cats. All right. It's raining cats and cats. This story involves everyone's favorite household pet, the cat. Nature's perfect killer, pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Wrapped up in a 12-pound frame. Cats are natural predators with incredibly fast reflexes, top-of-the-line stalking abilities, and attack with a ferocity barely replicated in nature. Unfortunately, they're also 10 pounds or so and require 20 hours of sleep to function. So they're adorable. Um... This tale also deals with cause and effect. So, let us begin in the 1950s, when a mosquito-invested island of Borneo reached out to the WHO, the World Health Organization, for help. Malaria had ravaged the island community, so to kill the mosquitoes, the WHO organized a group of crop dusters to fly over the third largest island in the world and spray it down with DDT. The chemical compound did exactly what you hoped for, and for a short while, life was good. Then, mysteriously, the thatched roofs of the huts of the islanders began collapsing in. As it turned out, the DDT had killed more than just the mosquitoes. It killed the predatory wasp species native to the island, which led to then a massive influx of larva worms, that natural predators were the wasp, that would burrow into and consume the thatched roofs. Furthermore, as the worm population blossomed, they were consumed by geckos. The gecko population blossomed. And the whole time, this DDT is being passed from creature to creature because it has a half-life of eight years. And so it's slowly poisoning all these creatures from the top down. And eventually, the island cats, which were very common pets for the native islanders, were getting sick and dying off from eating infected geckos. Without the cats, people kept as pets in their villages, the rat population skyrocketed. To the point in which the entire grain silos were being consumed and ruined by rats. Desperate for help, the islanders again sought help from the WHO, but they were out of answers this time. Finally, they came up with a wild idea, Operation Cat Drop. With the help of the British Royal Air Force, the WHO rounded up 14,000 cats and transported them to the island. To help spread them out evenly, and definitely not just because it sounded like a good time, the WHO decided to disperse the cats by putting them in crates, attaching those crates to parachutes, and throwing them from planes at 2,000 feet of elevation. The cats parachuted into the island successfully, all 14,000, and within a few months, the rat problem of Borneo had been eliminated. It remains to this day the largest air raid by a feline army recorded in history. <laughs> when, when was this? What year? 1950s. It spanned the 50s from the mosquitoes to okay. the cat Could air raid. Could you imagine being an intern? That's amazing. <laughs> what do I have to do? Yeah, you need to round up as many stray cats as you possibly yeah. can. The meeting, someone said... Give me cats and parachutes, and they were like, "Yes, this guy gets." It. <laughs> oh gosh, what's the next one? <laughs> the internet versus the government subsidized surveillance device. So before sure. I begin, before I begin this story, I need to ask both your opinions on the theory that birds aren't real. They're not real. People okay. are stupid. Yeah. 
Glad we're on the same page. They charge They're on power lines. Clearly, governments uh -huh. subsidize surveillance devices. Anyway, this is a story as old as time. A race between two things, one incredibly fast and one reliable old hare that never gives up. But this story isn't between a rabbit and a hare, and it doesn't take place in ancient days. In 2009, an employee who worked for Unlimited IT Call Center in Howick, South Africa, became so frustrated with the slow internet speeds they were dealing with, he told his boss it would be faster to fly the data via carrier pigeon than sending it via the internet. His boss was amused by the idea, and knowing someone with a pet carrier pigeon named Winston, decided to take him up on his claim. Winston, an 11-month-old carrier pigeon, was fitted with a 4-gigabyte flash drive with a file sent on his way to a destination 60 miles away. At the same time he was released, a 4-gigabyte file, the exact same file, was sent via internet to a computer located at the same address. Winston raced with all he had, making the flight in just over an hour, hour and eight minutes to be exact. Then, the flash drive was plugged into the computer and the file was downloaded. At two hours, six minutes, and 33 seconds from the time he was released, Winston's file finished downloading. A quick glance at his competition revealed that the internet had downloaded approximately 4% of the 4-gigabyte file he had transferred at the same time. Not only did Winston win the race, he was roughly 25 times faster than the internet. Winston. Yeah. What year was this? Uh, 2009. I'm locked in. All right. Matt knows one is true. Like one of the, you know, I'm one of the stories in. is true confidently. I know nothing. Oh, bummer. I just really wanted you to say yes. Spencer, talk us through this since you're the only vote that matters. I know. This one's tough. I'm not, I'm not talking at all. Um, so I think I know which one I'm going with. So the second one, I, I actually think I could hear Logan write that story and just having so much fun with it. Uh, that sounds like a Logan story. But I locked in number one. I locked in Crow. Um, mainly because I honestly don't know why. There's no There's exact reasoning. Reason. You can't keep the, saying I don't know why to these things. So here's here's the reason. The second story, I don't know if I could just see Logan writing that. And if he did, well done. That's amazing. I love that. That's hilarious. And I think that's a terrible way to do it. But also, I'm like, huh. You know what? Screw it. Would Logan write one on cat? I don't know. The last one, the internet thing, I don't think is true. Therefore, it probably is. Like, a carrier pigeon? I don't know. Um, and because of how fast Matt locked in, I think Matt locked in the, the carrier pigeon. And I'm like, okay, if he's going with that one, I'm going with a different one. So that was kind of my basis. But I'm not confident. Logan's smiling, so we tied. Matt, would you lock? I don't know what we. I don't know what Matt locked in. So I uh, didn't follow any of Spencer's thought process there. There was um, no logic. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is no logic in that at all. Uh, I locked in two. Okay. Okay. Because I'm Look pretty how happy he is. That's, uh, that's a true story. The cats parachute um, too, the right? Cats. The cats. I'm pretty confident. I've heard this story. I have seen the thing about parachuting cats. Now, Logan, if you just went ahead and made everything else up, I'm so sorry. Uh, I went with what I thought was true, and I locked that sucker in. My sheet of paper's here. Bada bing, bada boo. Cats, 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 and more cats. Um, I hope that helped you out. Look, look how happy I, Logan is right now. I no no I no. Hope he tied. I, I hope he tied. He did. We did. Look at I, him. 
He's he's giddy. We'll tell you, Matt's right. It was true. That's the, the yeah. cat, and that makes me happy because the thought of fourteen thousand parachuting cats into it's an amazing. island with really people without technology. I mean, they lived in thatched huts. Like, yeah. who's looking up? Like, what the heck is this? Like, that makes me laugh. Um, that's that's <laughs> makes you think about all those old uh, stories of <laughs> yeah. The the crow helping solve a murder. That's I made true, up. huh? No. No. <laughs> I knew it. And the fact that Spencer guessed a story that he didn't even listen to <laughs> under the false presumpt that Matt guessed trash. a story, another story. That, that I didn't even guess. <laughs> that he didn't even guess. Let's go. So, this is, he got both of them right because he did the wrong, he showed the, the wrong work and got the right answer. The amount of just both times this episode. The story of my season, gentlemen. He's not telling us something, Matt. There is something else. There's a yeah, tip he's we're not giving. Us we have a tell. He's there. acting. There's no way. Hey, what's Joe got going on today? I'm gonna give her a call. <laughs> she's building a shelf for our living room right now. <laughs> oh, she's got time. She'll have that done in 20 yeah, minutes. No yeah, give her a call. That you're using this bad of logic and getting this right of answers. It's There's no way. Rate. It's every episode. This is this is quite literally the logic of someone who knows all of our answers <laughs> and is just and it's just lies. making up. Oh, I didn't listen. <laughs> I didn't need to listen because I already read the story. I found your I sources. You have a tell. I've <laughs> I've done everything. I've read the titles in different orders every single time. <laughs> I've made sure my stories follow the exact same format. If I include a catchy hook in one, I include it in all. I I, I don't know. I genuinely, I'm trying Gentlemen, to. Gentlemen, we can just chalk this up. It's just been a good season for me. It's no, just been a good season. Talk it up to that. There's no way you, you got talk five that. straight episodes right on just blind 33% luck. Do you know the probability of that? It's near zero. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a tell. Matt, we have a tell. There's no way. <laughs> I've been. I went back and listened to every single episode and dissected it and learned First your guys' tells. Nobody listens to our episodes more than I do. <laughs> That's no true. Way you did that. So. <laughs> That's true. So, I have and I know this. the YouTube uh, analytics do not show that there's a lot of views. So. I'm just oh. so blown away. He has five and a half points, Logan. I know. He's a half point from guaranteeing a tie for the season yep. title. Yeah, one half. Point and we're only episode. This is episode six. We have yeah. six more. We have to shut. And we him can't out. get past That's half it. a point. Yeah. <laughs> here's the problem. Here's what. Here's oh. what's gonna happen. He's gonna. He's gonna get half a point in the next episode. Next episode after that, he's gonna get a point. And then we'll come to episode eight. He's gonna try to lose, but he's still going to win. And we're gonna be stuck at half a point and have to do the punishment together. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. It's going to be 11 and a half to a half to a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, what's going to happen so is about right episode now. seven, when he's reeled off six straight points, we are going to have to turn on each other because at that point, we can no longer catch him. And, like, neither of us want like, – been... It's a battle. For... Yeah. Yeah. This is Oof. trash. It is trash. so trash. Um, I'm pulling up the wheel right now. If it looks like I'm distracted. Yeah, do you I have it. an option for this? Or did you think yeah. I think you might gonna win? I got <laughs> Oh, I don't even have the excuse of I didn't think I was gonna win. I just didn't come prepared. Um let's go. This is horrible. This I have like literally. six things written down and like it doesn't even matter because I'll never win another episode. I'll just yeah. I'll, do it, I'll do it as my own let's, next season. Just, let's I came with do... five fully written stories. 
about this topic. What were your other two, Matt? Seven. I'm not telling you. They could be used later. Okay, that's yeah. fair, I guess. This is Don't ask me questions about my stories anymore. That's fair. You know them all, so I guess it doesn't really yeah. matter. Um, let's do technological. Let's do technology. I want to do technology. Really? Yes, really, Matt. <laughs> We're spinning in a second. Screen recording. I'll put you on spotlight if I can remember how to do Three, that. Three, two, one. Screen is recording. Bam. You know you don't have to record your screen. Yes, I do. Because that's how I post it. It's better quality when I post these. Oh, that's fair. What do we got? What oh, for... guess what? Technology. Technology. <laughs> Woo, this is kind of this is kind of up Matt's alley, though. So maybe this is where Matt shines. I, I should so have used my pigeon story later. That would have been great for technology. This is so broad. <laughs> yeah, it is. that's why I wanted it. I wanted something really broad. I'm gonna tell a moon story, and it's gonna be false. I feel so sad. Right now, I'm just gonna go cry the rest of the night. Yeah. There's no football on today either. So no, I'm gonna... I just have to like desperately try not to take the SAT after the season or something. Like, that's what I'm fighting for at this point. My back to back to back streak is over officially. This I might want to take the ACT because it would make me feel better than I do right now. Yeah, maybe show I don't have like a three IQ. <laughs> yeah, garbage. Although then Spencer would take it and get a better score than us. So Probably. No. Just guessing, because, you know. Just guessing, yeah. He'd just walk in. Go oh, yeah, I decided the Saturday to spend four yeah. hours taking this test. And, I got 150 uh, straight. 25% chance. <laughs> Questions right, you know. Well, <laughs> anyways, gentlemen, it's been a great another no, episode. I bet we're it six has. More, it's been, it's we're officially... been another episode. That's what it's been. We're officially halfway through this season. Um, and let's see what happens. We know what's see happening. what happens. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. I'm driving this show. Thanks for joining us on Spencer's podcast. Um, <laughs> next time, tune in as Logan and I just continue to suck, and Spencer just does phenomenal. I'm gonna <laughs> next start, week. I'm just letting on him all Spencer host now. I mean, really. We <laughs> uh, need to bring guests back. That's Spencer, what did it. Spencer stumped show. Something like that's gonna be our new time. Oh, I. It is. It's been a good. It has been. I'm on a little of a hot streak, that's for sure. So I'm gonna throw you for a loop next week and show up the guest. I wish you wouldn't tell yeah. me when you don't pay attention to a story and it's false. Because as soon as I told that story and you were like, I didn't pay any didn't pay attention, attention. I knew you were gonna guess it, yeah. and I knew it was false in my head. Like from that moment, I'd already accepted. Like you're talking about me <laughs> smiling. It's like me just having that early. It's See, like... the, wor- the worst point for me is I couldn't even like attempt to try to get a point. No, no. Would, would you have chosen Matt? What would you I'm have chosen? One. Yeah, I literally was gonna go one. I I circled two as soon as you started reading it. Yeah. So you thought? And I was like, "Yeah, crows are crows are royal, but like are loyal, but like, dude, they're mm. stupid smart though." Have you heard some of the stories yeah, of crows? Are. I was researching. They're, they're smart. They'll bring you, like, you can train them to bring you stuff for food, and they'll bring you like buttons and pennies and stuff. And there was there was someone who got like arrested years. for someone who got arrested who had them uh, basically pickpocket people. Yeah, um, and they would bring him. So he'd feed him food, and they'd bring him money. Yeah, that's awesome. and he yeah. got arrested for like theft. No, they're super intelligent animals, so it seemed plausible yeah. to me. But no, okay, that well, that with that Life being fun. said, we will see you all next week. <laughs> see ya. Toodles. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Is this garbage over yet? <laughs>
I don't know. My life is just sad. Oh, we're supposed to let that run silent, weren't we? Sorry. Well, he can literally <laughs> mute, can mute us mute at that point. Yeah. That doesn't matter. I'm not going to mute us at the end. Oh, but... wait, 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 wait. Let me see something. <laughs>